babies. Thank you, Irene. Thank you, Irene. Sir. I was about to say boys, but uh, Ray's clearly got some connection issues. Or maybe he's uh, mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the. Mm-hmm. 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 Nope. Hi, Ray. God, you look at this. Who I are you? what <laughs> this guy hates baseball so much. He has to show it's up. It's the first day, baby. The beginning of August with a fucking Cowboys jersey on. Preseason game tonight. Pittsburgh Steelers, Dallas Cowboys. It begins tonight, a, boys. Is that Dion? Emmett. Bill. Bill, you know your fucking stuff, buddy. Is it? It's fucking Deion Sanders. 21, baby. I can't see it. Sorry. 21. Um, I don't know if I like that. The big star on the shoulders. Those are the worst fucking uniforms. Those I used ugly. to love these on, on Thanksgiving. I think I Day. used to love them too. I think I used to. Mm-hmm. I never was a. I never you was. You called them a, one of their. You said they were their. Your, one of your favorite throwbacks. I did. Yeah, you. Okay, I was trying to remember. Because I, totally <laughs> dis- I totally disagree. He's slip sapping. <laughs> I no, totally I think disagree. It is. I think <laughs> it, is. it just looks terrible in Ray because he's ugly fat. and fat. Yeah. I, I, uh, I'm not gonna I was, I, what I was about to say is I never fell into the Dallas Cowboys fandom fanboy trap, even, even as a young boy, however old we were when they were good in the early 90s. But I, I thought those jerseys were pretty sharp. thought those jerseys were pretty sharp. Bill, as just fucking podcast etiquette, can you not belch into the fucking I'm mic? sorry. I didn't think I was trying to hold that one in. I apologize. Jesus. I'm sorry, baby. I didn't mean it. It is Thursday. Welcome to the Simple Mind Sports Show. Friday headlines, August 6th. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe. Uh, check out the latest and newest content on our YouTube channel. If you're listening on the podcast, do the same. Uh, rate, review, tell your friends, share it around. Tell them welcome to the Simple Minds Sports Show. Um, Ray, Richard, I'm not going to ask that you might be on a non. You, we never know what diet Ray's on at any point in time. It could be salad, could be macaroni salad. Um, potato salad. Potato Anything salad. with mayonnaise. <laughs> the one, the one thing that we know he eats that he consumes without mayonnaise is white birch brewing. The reason I brought, I just don't see a can in front of you if you're not drinking tonight. That's fine. You don't always have to drink. There it is. Oh, <laughs> there <Okay>. it is. <laughs> little white, little white birch brewing always uh, tickles the tongue, no matter what the situation. Our favorite craft brewery in New Hampshire, White Birch Brewing in Nashville, New Hampshire. Ray, address, please. Four sixty Amherst Street. The good side of Amherst Street. Get on down to the brewery. It's a fun time. It's a wonderful place. They have excellent beers. Uh, I believe Dave is back in the building after a short uh, interim stint of having to be away from the brewery. So you know he's going to come back strong and fresh. Uh, their last Instagram post was um, intriguing, to say the least. So get on down there. Try the newest stuff. If you can't make it to the brewery, find it at your local beer store, wherever you get it. Tell them the Simple Minds boys sent you White Birch Brewing. Gentlemen, uh, for the second show in a row, I'm sorry, Bill, we're going to have to start off with the Celtics and basketball. It is uh, hashtag this league drama, drama, drama. And when you're talking Celtics and drama, you're talking Bradley Beal. And uh, we got a little bit of a we got a little bit of a whoopsie doozy there on. Well, this is going to release on Friday. This happened on Wednesday. Okay, so we're always time traveling on the show. Um, But basically, there was a report out of. (laughs) 
All right, Bill, what do you have? Five fucking gummies in on Thursday? Six. Six. Okay. <laughs> well, let's try it. Maybe this will be a, a Bill quick just show. laughed because he thought it was time travel. Well, and a mob tomorrow. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> at Chris Roberts NBA with a total of 200 followers, less Oof. than us, <laughs> came out with this report that took the world by NBA world by storm on uh, on Wednesday. Oof. Uh, Chris Roberts. Oh, after Mullen, it, it said he was a Washington insider. Could uh, watch the national um, Wizards insider. Hey, you never know. You Could never be. know. We're, we're not going to shoot. We're we're certainly not the ones that shit on this kind of report. We're the ones that take this report and run with it. And so we did. Uh, after mulling the decision for weeks, Washington Wizards star All Star guard Bradley Beal is planning to request a trade. Per sources, it should be noted that this came out after Bradley Beal himself tweeted out a uh, emoji, the thinking man emoji with the hand on the chin, eyes in the eyes in the sky, thinking about thing. And Come to daddy Come later to daddy. and later reported that his wife texted out or tweeted out something like, oh, my God. Um, some people were thinking maybe there was some sexing going on there. Maybe maybe there's just some good pipe laid. Built, Got some of that dick. There you go. <laughs> but most were thinking Bradley Beal is on the move. Nay, the next thing to come down was the Washington Wizards had a sign and trade for Spencer Dinwiddie Dinwiddle from the Nets. We don't know what the return is, but his deal is around second three round years. and a pick swap in 2025. There you go. Boom. Uh, and his deal is about three years for 60-ish million, about $20 million a year for Dinwiddie Dinwiddle, a 27-year-old point guard coming off ACL surgery with one and a half good years under his belt. I, I kind of like him, though. I like him, too, man. I, but this is I don't not like a- him as a featured player, though. Mm-hmm. And that, if that's well, – that, that, Well, that's let me not- throw it to you here in a second there, producer Bill, uh, six gummies in. Uh, <laughs> I, I, am, I like Dinwiddie Dinwiddle, too. I think six if- gummies in your mom later. <laughs> that was a Ray joke. If that, the was, Celtics, that, was, that was a Ray Mom joke. If the Celtics were not putting all their... See, ba- it played better, dummy. <laughs> if the Celtics were not putting all their eggs in the Bradley Beal basket, I would have liked Spencer Dinwiddie did win on this team. Um, I think he's a really good player. However, as it relates to Bradley Beal and all of the eggs, Celtics eggs being in that basket, I, I find it very, very hard to believe that Spencer Dinwiddie did win created this Instagram or uh, Twitter emoji um, flare up from the Beals. And, and you just, I, just look around the fringes. The Celtics have yet to make a big move. That Tristan Thompson deal has yet to be confirmed. There's a lot of things still in waiting. It was at one point rumored that this, that this Dinwiddie move was an eight team uh, situation across it, oh, the yeah. fucking NBA. I just see smoke and I hear kind of rumblings and I, uh, I'm, I'm going to be cautious. I don't think Beal's going to be on the Celtics tomorrow. I just, something's happening. Something's it, happening. Hear me out. Jalen Brown's smart in whatever trash it's going to take to get Dinwiddle, Dinwiddie and Beal. Okay. Cause I mean, you're, you're talking, really no, I mean, you're talking about pieces that are going to move. I mean, LA's in that deal with Washington, Chicago, like all this crazy New York. It's like a bunch of crazy shit. Seven teams are in on a seven-team trade. Where the fuck does that ever happen? Never. So it's not out of the realm of possibility, man. You dangle Jalen Brown. I mean, that's the real target. 
If you turn Brown into Beal and Dinwiddle did Whittley, whatever the fucking stupid name is, I'm a, I would do that. It's Dinwiddie. So just we've been calling him Dinwiddie Dinwiddle for a year and a half. Ever <laughs> since, that's all I ever know. Ever since he came on the radar as a decent player, we've been fucking up his name. And now it's just a joke for anybody that's new listening. But it is Dinwiddie, uh, and it also is Dinwiddie Dinwiddle. And I don't hate the conspiracy, Ray. If Brad Stevens has got himself in this orgy of NBA trades, and Bradley and, and Jalen Brown goes anywhere. It doesn't have to be the Wizards. He could just be part of this whole thing. And the Celtics end up with Beal, another decent player, and they don't have to give up four draft picks. Uh, I, I've been on the strong don't trade Jalen Brown. But if you can kind of finagle yourself out of this mess, get Beal. Come on, make Tatum Brad, happy. Let's go. Not give up all of your future and come away with something else. I mean, that's asking a lot. That's a lot of conjecture coming on right now, but I don't know. Do, doesn't it feel like something's rumbling under the NBA uh, trade surface right now after this uh, free agency period? Yeah, and I'd like to go back to the point where you said the emoji. I think that was the whole Kyrie Irving for Bradley Beal. I think that's what his agent was probably telling him. He was very intrigued. His wife probably was very excited that, you know, I'm going to go play with two superstars. My husband's going to go play with two superstars now and win an NBA finals. So I think that's what it all was. But I think Kyrie's the hashtag. Sorry, before you go on, hash that out a little bit. So the rumor was Kyrie Irving for Bradley Beal. Yeah, that's what the whole rumor was. That's what everyone was saying yesterday. They sounded like it was almost going to be a done deal, but it obviously didn't happen. So, yeah, Bradley Beal is going to be moved. I just don't know where. I don't know if it's going to be Boston, Brooklyn fucking clippers who knows you know there's options galore for this guy right now so yeah the interesting part about this bill is like this guy fucking at chris roberts nba who um had the most action on his twitter that he's probably ever seen he probably gained a, a ten thousand percent um follow rate or whatever the fuck happens on twitter and, and then and then came, and then everyone started shitting on him because whatever he predicted didn't really come true but the main tweet here, after mulling decisions, Washington Wizards guard Bradley Beal has decided to request a trade. That hasn't been confirmed, but it fir- fucking certainly feels like it, doesn't it? Yeah. Would be nice. I mean, you, then you see why Brad's not making moves. You know, he signed, what, Cantor to a one-year one year deal, deal. one-year deal. I mean, even Robinson uh, expiring deal, smart expiring. But, I mean, if you, if you think about it, again, going back to a, a trade to get Beal here, I mean, think you have Dim Whittle. Dan Whittley coming from New Jersey. Send him Marcus Smart there. Brooklyn. <laughs> Brooklyn, whatever. Send Marcus Smart there. He's time traveling. Leave him alone. I know. I really am. But then you yeah. have, you know, Brown going to um, Washington. And now that you get the kind of a best of both, wor- both worlds for all the teams, man, you, it's just so much shit. That you yeah, I'm going gonna, gonna to stay off the speculation the train for what's going on right now. It just fe- feels like something's rumbling. If I were to guess, I don't think. Um, I don't, I don't think the Celtics get Bradley Beal right now. I don't think the Celtics are in a position to get them. I think they're in a decent position to get them, uh, mid season or next season, mid season with a, a trade of depreciating assets next season as a free agent right now in the bidding against the rest of the NBA. I don't know how much the Celtics, um, uh, stack up with that. The only chance you have is because Tatum's is binky. Um, and I don't know how much that's just start right now. fucking. We need to start dropping some weird rumors like this. Yeah. Okay. We can do that. We, we can do absolutely that. do that. Also, at SimpleMindSports.com, Jason Tatum uh, likes to rub Beal's thighs before games, and he needs uh, that. Also, if you're Washington, wouldn't you want to be the ones to get rid of Beal and get something for him? Because if he goes to free agency, he's definitely gone. Jalen Brown. Anything. Anything. You, you, the you only way I'm doing right. that, the way I am only trading Brown for Beal is what I just proposed. I'm not trading Brown yeah, for no, Beal straight no, up. There's, there's no, no straight up. You need to uh, nope. you need to win that return. 
um, because you have some leverage there. And Jason and Jalen Brown is a 25 year old all-star capable of scoring you 30 points a night. People kind of I forget that, deal, 28, 27, 28. Yeah. Um, people forget that Jalen Brown was your best player of the year for about half the year last year. People forget that he came in completely reinvented it off his offensive game in less than three months after the bubble was shooting 89% from mid range. And then they started telling him to shoot threes more. It fucked like people forget how good Jalen Brown was last year. He's very good. I'm not training him straight up for anybody. Uh, you need to get something in return and you know, this is hashtag this league. So, uh, that's where we are with that. Uh, who's to say? Let's keep. Well, everyone is keeping their eyes on uh, Woj and Shams and Twitter and see what's happening there. Ray, you're right. Beal's getting moved. He has to get moved at this point. Now's I, the time. I, I just don't. I don't see it not happening. Which is, I think, bad news for the Celtics. I think it's bad news for the Celtics I agree. that this is all happening now. But um, uh, quickly, let's move on to some more Celtics talk. We're late on this. Uh, Ennis Cantor is coming back. <laughs> Like the idea that Brad Stevens is just reversing everything uh, that Danny Ainge did. This is uh, this is good for you people that think that uh, uh, o- the only problem is about an hour later when Ennis uh, Cantor was signed, Aaron Baines was released from the Raptors. See if you can go get him. You got to think that they wanted Aaron Baines over Ennis Cantor. Oh, hell yeah. oh, fuck yeah, dude. We've been wanting Aaron Baines for the last two years. Do you take them both? Do you just try and get Baines on a, on a minimum no. two and just say, fuck it? Hell yeah. No, your center position in power four is already pretty uh Grant Williams, bye-bye. Yeah, I'd get rid of the fucking Grant Williams and just if can't just gotta sit on bench, I'm sorry. Um to quickly move on with this, Mark Murphy from the Herald, um, after that Beal tweet said after the NS Cantor uh broke said that the Celtics have a couple balls in the air, if you would, and um to expect some veteran minimum deals. Easy Bill. If some veteran minimum deals coming through here, uh they're also rumored to be back on Javante Green. Yeah, it's Tatum's boy. He texted he he posted on like Instagram like that. Like if no three one weeks can read ago. these fucking tea leaves, Bill, that everybody coming back from Al Horford to Ennis Cantor, Javante Green, all these guys that he that Brad Stevens is bringing in knows that they have he has a good relationship with Jason Tatum. They're clearing the decks for Bradley Beal. This is Jason Tatum, the GM, who you've been calling for for a year, Ray. You've got your wish. This is Jason Tatum's team now. This is a this is now the Boston Celtics are a, uh, a, a t- 2021 NBA team. And by that, I mean, their, their players are running the back end mm-hmm. via LeBron James. They, it, it, this is what's happening. Look yeah. at the guys they've brought into this locker room. It's all tell me that's not Tatum's true. Bakies. Yeah, it's all Tatum's bakies, and I love it. That's what I said all along, that you got to make your superstar happy because what happens if you have a terrible franchise, he's just going to go to the greener pastures. Right now, they're giving him the keys to the city and saying, go whatever you want. Who do you want me to go get? You want Enos Cantor? Done. You want Al Horford? Done. You want me to ship out fucking Marcus Smart? Please, God, hope it happens. So, yeah, that's <laughs> I, I'm loving it right now. That would be I'm my surprised next you're not too tooting, you little teapot. <laughs> I am short and stout. <laughs> I will not show you my handle, nor my stout. The teapot is a good fucking nickname for Ray. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think he looks like a pear. <laughs> <laughs> Juicy and sweet. Um, yeah, I just, I mean, that was the first thing that came to mind with all these guys coming back in. And I don't, I don't want to like, I don't want to also not include Jalen Brown. Cause I think that, um, too much has been made of the disconnect between Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. I think that they're fine, honestly. 
I think the idea that they can't play together is stupid. Look at the rest of the NBA and the wings that play together. They're just young. They just don't know how to play the game of basketball at an NBA level yet. It's not about those two guys. It's just that they don't have the experience. And the other thing is, I think that they're in lockstep with what they want to do for the most part in terms of who they're going to play with, who they're not going to play with. And that coincides with my idea for about a year now that Marcus Smart has run his course as the quote-unquote heart and soul of the God, I hate, you. I hate him. Time to go. Time to go just for that, just for this reason alone, that the locker room is now Tatum's and Brown's, and it, Marcus Smart believes that it's his, and it's not. I, even as a player, for all of his warts, he's decent on the court. Uh, he's good on the court. Let's give him credit. He's good on the court. I think he's a, I think he's a chemistry problem for this team, and I think it's time to move on from him. I don't know if they will, but I think it's time. Oh, I totally agree. Totally agree. All right, uh, we're gonna move. We're gonna switch gears here uh, because the Red Sox fucking suck uh, again. Uh, again, let me give you a little recap here. Uh, Martin Perez Day needs to fucking end. That guy needs to be shipped to the bullpen or to the IL or somewhere where he DFA. cannot continue. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't well, get out of this. You're going to get rid of him and Richards at this point. <laughs> That's fine. Bring him on up. Seabold had a nice little game over. Oh, he over looked real good last night. One in the third innings for Perez today in the day game against the Tigers. Five hits, three runs, one home run. He left in the second with the bases loaded. And uh, my God, I'm sorry. I've had a couple beers and I can't remember who came in for him, Bill. Um, Robles. No, 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 no. Before Robles, the good one. Um, Whitlock. No, um, Hispanic. Oh, if I don't remember. Okay. He's Keep talking. Good. I'll look. He's good. He's awesome. Is it no Ramirez him? Ramirez. Yes. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, he's good. You know, who's not good. Um, the guys that Heim Bloom brought in to uh, bolster this bullpen because Hansel and Gretel here went back to back and they got fucking Baltus? Well, that is yes, good. nice, right? That was that's we were close. We were way close. Well, no, we were close, Rich. Yeah, that's fine. Hansel and Greta went back to back in the, in today's game, and they got fucking shelled. They lost eight to one, by the way. Uh, Hansel Robles Ro, Robles Robles went one inning, three hits, three runs, and a walk. Had two Ks. Good for him. He got shelled. He got hit hard everywhere that ball was hit. It was hit hard. Austin Davis followed him up with a stellar one and two thirds innings. Only credited for two earned runs, but that's because Marwin Gonzalez was playing second base. He should be shipped to where the fucking Siberia should have been given three errors. Was only given one. He sucked. Uh, Austin, but everything hit off Austin Davis was hard too. This these guys don't belong in in the fucking big great trades. Great trades. Just terrible. Just terrible all around. And by the way, Bill, the Detroit Tigers, when the Red Sox came into the series, were 50 and 57. They were the 10th worst record in the MLB. You just a week ago had the number one record in the AL. And you've uh, now you've lost two of three to them. You've lost five of the last six. You look like you were in a complete fucking nosedive. And to not connect the dots with the lackluster effort staying under the tax at the deadline would just be foolish. You Red Sox Bobos. Yeah. Clearly cost you. I mean, to Detroit's credit, they are, they have had what uh, May, June and July, they did come have a winning record in the last three months. They have been playing a little bit better, but yeah, it's, it's disgusting. The team's kind of quitting and, and Alex core kind of alluded to that last night too. You know, he, he basically called it, called them out, put the shit behind you, but yeah, this was the first time you lost no more than three games. Now you lost five or six. And I don't think Detroit's that good. 
and it's pathetic. It's pathetic. You got complete and utter fucking assholes at this deadline. And just because you wanted to stay under Anthony Rizzo is a guy you should have got. He's completely fucking mashing. But again, I'm here to tell you I'm tooting my own horn, but I, 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 knew it. I knew it was fucking coming. You know, I can't, I, I hope I was, I'm hoping I'm wrong. I hope they just play better, but man, Perez can't last long. Evaldi's been getting lit up. Garrett Richards, it's been crumbling. Erod finally had a good start yesterday. Good start. With, Let's give you a little K, bit of credit. I'll give him a little credit. 10 Ks in five innings, but still, this is once in every two months with him. It's right there. You're, they're putting a lot of hope on, on Chris Sale to be the pitcher Chris Sale was in the first year they got him, you know, when he's t- finishing runner-up for Cy Young. This is what they need, and they can't – they don't have it. They don't have it. They look like an overachieving team with Tampa, especially in this division. Everybody made moves in the division but them. The real moves, not trash. You know, you got to – you can't put your hopes on – Chris Sale and Kyle Schwarber coming back because you have trash in your rotation and your lack of pitching depth is showing right now at the worst possible time where you have a hot Tampa team. The Yankees just are beating up on Baltimore and Toronto's mashing. They all made fucking moves. It's coming. They're coming fucking crashing down, boys. Yeah, Ray, uh, you know, we always hate to give Bill credit, but he did predict the uh, editing doom for the Red Sox. I don't. I don't think it deserves credit because I think that he thought that just the talent alone was not going to be able to last. And I don't know if I agree with that. I think that they got dick punched by ownership and management. And, uh, and that's why we're seeing this in conjunction with their, their talent and starting pitching is, is playing what we're playing over their heads and not good enough to keep up. Did they have one of the easiest schedules in the first half? I feel like they did, and that's why they're having such great success. So, therefore, uh, this crash and burn, they're now coming back to reality, playing teams that are actually good. I mean, Detroit, obviously, 10th worst, but I'm just well, saying. You overachieve, man. They, oh, of course. They, that's what I'm saying. But I didn't know if it was because it was an easier uh, schedule in the first half kind of thing. Well, they were beating up a lot of, yeah, under 500 teams. Yeah, they were, but know? their June run, everyone looked at their June they run. Went 18 and 10, they went 18 and 10 in June, which is what I wanted, right? And I – I would have gave him a little bit of credit at 18 and 10 June. Then July hit. You hit the all-star break, five all-stars had gotten their fucking head. You saw Cora coming out saying, we're, you know, think of us now as you're fucking got your big dick. You're up four and a half at the all-star break. And now all of a sudden, look what happens after the break. You're crumbling. Yeah. You lost two or three going into the break. You lost a series coming out of the break. And now you've lost five or six. You went from the best record in the, in the baseball to fighting for the fucking wild card at this point, you're you're falling and your pitching depth is killing you. And there's a big problem right now. And, and Rich, I know even their their holes at first base, Dahlbach's been swinging well, but you have Tristan Kashik murdering in the Olympics. He's in double A. He can't jump from double A to, to um, the big leagues this year because of their fucking COVID protocols. He's not a tier one guy. So it has to, you have to go to triple A first. So you can, we couldn't see him this year. Where we, I know it's off subject. Oh, that's good. We, that's some good knowledge that you just dropped on us there, Billy Baseball. Um, I would, I would not have known that, and I would a hundred percent would have supported the idea of bringing uh, Tristan Cassius to the bigs and getting fucking just dumping Dalbach and Duran for that, for that matter. Um, if you're going to try and make it run, but last point I'll make on this in in terms of moving forward and what the Red Sox are doing and what their ideas are, and Sean McAdam wrote a column about this. Uh, in terms of 
you can really tell the compete level from management and ownership, depending on who they throw out there the pitch the next couple of days. If Garrett Richards and Martin Perez continue to throw for this fucking ball club, when you got a Connor Seabold who's going out there throwing six innings of close to no hit ball, when you got a Tanner Hulk who shut down his bullpen session because he said, fuck this, I'm not throwing, uh, I'm not wasting my arm on nobody's uh, when I should be in this bullpen. Um, you're gonna, you're, it's gonna raise a red flag from ownership and management. He's gonna get a start. How they're competing about this. Garrett Richards needs to be IL'd, and and uh, if Martin Perez needs to be DFA'd, then DFA him. They need to go away. It's time. It's time. Like, what are you waiting for? Pull the trigger here, boys. Your Heim Bloom is about to get demolished in the Boston media if they don't handle this shit correctly. Sam Sam Kennedy, too, CEO of the Red Sox. I fucking hate this ownership. I think he's a fucking little He's on the business side, though. Sam Kennedy, he's on the business side. Fuck fuck that little nerd. He's the guy that raises your prices when when they're in last place. He raises your ticket prices. So you can get mad at him for that. That's fine. Um, But when it comes comes to baseball decisions... When the Red Sox don't make the playoff... (laughs) When it comes to baseball decisions, if Heimblum's still throwing Garrett Richards and Martin Perez out there, when you got some young guys that can go give you some innings and, and whatever else, yeah, that we, we should have something to say. And Hansel and Gretel, get the fuck out of here. Just get the fuck out of here. They got demolished by the Tigers. Just give me a freaking break. Two uh, motherfucking two. Yeah, go ahead, Teapot. That's fine. Um, it, but it, I don't want to see it. It was fun watching a Red Sox team compete and be good, not hear bullshit out of their ownership, just like a fun, hardworking team. Haven't seen that in a little while. That was fun. And it was now fun. it's over. Yep. Hey, last it, just shows it, it just shows Blue. I don't care. They're using his excuse, but they don't have faith in this team either. Blue, they, don't they, don't have have faith faith they don't have faith in it. When, when Anthony Rizzo's whole entire fucking contract is paid by the goddamn Cubs. And nope. he's mashing in New York right now. Mm, that pisses me off. That's They're a guy that's won asinine. since getting him. It's asinine. Well, I, well they I, also got Joey Gallus. They, they went I stepped on a show last night well, talking about the Red Sox deadline. And I don't know if we've talked about this in this show, uh, but the, the deal for Rizzo and, and the prospects that the Yankees gave up for him, plus the Cubs eating that salary, the Red Sox could have matched the prospects, not killed their farm system. It would have been your ninth-ranked prospect and your 12th-ranked prospect. It would not have killed their farm system. They could have made that up. You could have ate the money on Rizzo, and he would have filled in perfectly. That would have been Instead your you guy. Instead, you get fucking Kyle Schwarber. Instead, Yankees you get Schwarber. Hasn't played, and you get Hansel and Gretel, who just got lit up today to lose to the Tigers. Congratulations, High Bloom. This is your first real deadline. You lost. You lost. You got outbid by the Yankees. Cardinal sin. If this was 2002, we would Theo's burn the fucking place to the And Theo's ground. breaking furniture in his fucking hotel room. Sh- Who did he lose? The Cuban guy. The um, oh, I forget his name, but they were in 04. He pitched for the Yankees. They lost something. He went upstairs. He broke all his furniture in the fucking. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Story. Uh, I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name, Bill. But it goes to the point that you, you got outbid by the Yankees. You get outbid by the fucking Yankees and not by much and not by much. You're not only got outbid by the Yankees, but you got outbid by the Blue Jays and you got bid up by the fucking Rays. Kind of. Um, it doesn't really, matter. You, kind of. Rich, you the lost. Biggest pro- it doesn't you lost this fucking deadline and you nosedive your team. There's other holes like Trevor Story was rumored to be out there. He wasn't moved. You probably could have fucking went out him. And, and the biggest thing is you got Kyle Schwarber 
who's out for another two weeks. You texted me that, and I was like, wait, wait, isn't he injured? <laughs> I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. It's just a joke. It's a joke. And now, you, like, you blame money. They don't blame money, but it's a money grab right now. They want to stay under. You're under the luxury tax this year. I just don't under-fucking-stand it. You got under last year. You traded Mookie Betts to get under the fucking tax. You reset. You, you re-goddamn set. This, I'm going to put it real simple, plainly and simply. Um, the bullshit. Oh, Contreras? Contreras? Mm. Yeah, that's right. Good yeah, job, Ray. Thanks, Ray. Um, you, thanks, you, thanks, Pam Aaron. Well, he's an Pam Aaron Ray is an important part of this this program. Contreras is the guy that the Red Sox lost out on, and Epstein broke. Theo Epstein broke uh, all of his furniture because they lost out on him. Right, oh three or oh four. Meanwhile, oh uh, three. Meanwhile, Heim Bloom is out here uh, willingly losing deals to the Yankees on guys like Anthony Rizzo that could have propelled you to a World Series because they're not in the track. They're not tracking for that in his little fucking nerd system. They're not tracking quite like we want to. Uh, yeah, he accelerated. They, the team accelerated your time path time. Like, have you ever seen Back to the Future? Shit doesn't go perfectly. OK, you got to fucking adapt. You got to you know adapt. I'm, I'm so I'm out on uh, I'm out on Bloom. He's the type of guy that plays online chess <laughs> in his spare time and talks shit to all the 10 year olds as he's running them over in chess. Fucking nerd. Yeah, but you also have to know that Bloom has a boss just like uh, all of us. You know, he's going to ownership and I'm the a, boss, motherfucker. I know. Sorry, Bill. That's why I got a little tongue tied there. But uh, he, he's going to the ownership and saying, hey, we have a deal for this. And if they're saying, no, we're not spending money, then he's not spending money. So. Yeah, he's probably going to get uh, murdered in the uh, Boston media, but also this ownership should be getting murdered in the Boston media. And we are I, the Boston I'm media, a, and we, we are, are the Boston media, and I fucking I, I hate the Boston ownership. I, or the Red Sox ownership. I've stated it numerous times on this fucking show. Yeah. Numerous times. I fucking hate them. It's all a money grab. England, Liverpool, whatever the fuck stupid-ass European soccer team they own. They Billy hate the pitch, them, too. You know, don't play stupid, Billy, on the pitch. Hey. Uh, Liverpool, yeah, they won so good for them a couple years ago. Uh, all right, yeah, that's um, they also okay. signed that a guy off YouTube. Good venting session, uh, on the at the end of that. Um, uh, but more importantly, the Red Sox are in a skid. Can the players, can the can let's hope, I'm not asking the question, let's hope that the players and Alex Cora can turn it around themselves because there is look if the middle of their lineup. Uh, gets back to what they were doing most of the year. They're going to win most of their games. JD's in a massive slump too. Yep. Good. He, had he, had home, a, he had a day yesterday. He looked a little day. bit better. Um, you said it, Bill. If those guys go in a slump, you're going to suck, and that's what's happened. And I blame that on on the deadline. And yeah, the they're pitching. They're effort. pitching can't carry them. But let's hope that they can get their mind right and uh, they can get back to it, and we can see some playoff baseball. That's what it's all about. That'd be nice and, if you can. If you can get to the playoffs. Anything can happen, if, especially if Chris Sale comes back 75 to 80%, especially if Chris Sale comes back, because back into your bullpen still good. you still got some good guys that you can rely on. And just thinking about the, the biggest thing is the Red Sox just don't care. Just get five innings, but you're taxing this bullpen. Well, you better hope you, better hope you can it, get Bill, up there. Stop extending this baseball fucking part. Yeah, Alex Cora came out and said, I think after the Garrett Richards start where he completely collapsed, Right after our show ended, and I said, "Oh, it's the fifth inning. This guy's gonna fucking collapse." He did, mm -hmm. and Alex Cora came out and said, "We need our pitchers to go past the fifth inning." Uh, it outright said it. So yeah, the fucking metrics are failing them. Heimblum, your metrics are failing. 
You need some guys to go out there and show some fucking balls. Like Max Scherzer, first star for the Dodgers. 10Ks, seven innings. He's a fucking hero already. Quickly, oh. too. The Red Sox were never in on him. Yeah, I know. They Did you see that story today? Yeah. They weren't going to pay. They also didn't have the ammunition. All right, we got to move quickly. We got to move to the Patriots, guys. Uh, uh, rainy day in Gillette. Yes, let's just keep going. Sky's rainy the limit, day baby. in Gillette. Mac Jones has won another day. This is a roller coaster ride that we have not been on in our entire lives as Patriots fans. In terms, I of just a, pour, just poured one out for Cam. In terms Sorry. of a quarterback competition, one day it's Mac, one day it's Cam, one day it's Mac, one day it's Cam. Uh, I don't want to go down that roller coaster ride. <laughs> Sounds with you. like a Thursday at Irene's house. <laughs> I just I want to ask you this question, Ray, and if I have to mute Bill, I will. <laughs> Actually, I'm just gonna add it, just add it because it hasn't been it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, in terms of this quarterback competition, I, and I wrote this question in this email before we got the reports out of today, which was a monsoon basically in Foxborough, and Mac Jones was fucking slinging it and killing it. We had. Um, uh, Chris Gasper telling us that we had Bedard telling us that we had Phil Perry telling us that we had Reese who is about as unbiased as they can come telling us that Mac Jones was excellent today. Um, so take that with a grain of salt. When I ask you, what does it say about the quarterback competition between Mac Jones and Cam Newton? I'm going to give you th- two answers. Is it good that Mac Jones is competing for the starting job after only being in the NFL for a cup of coffee and only having the playbook, a complicated playbook for about a month, or is it bad that a first round pick can't beat out Cam Newton, the 29th ranked quarterback in the league last year that we all know can't throw anymore. I'm going good because Bill Belichick has already given the starting position to Cam Newton for week one. And if he's out there, I'll put that a word. Gavin. <laughs> given, given. I was gonna let that go. I thought you were still muted. I sorry, said, go ahead. <laughs> I said, given. I'm sorry. Given, given. Cam Newton the starting job week one. So I think that his compete level is like a guy that used to play here that's dead to us now. So I like that, and I like seeing him compete uh, daily in these practices and uh, training camp. So yeah, I'm I'm very excited for this. Um, Bill, specifically on Mac Jones and where he is in his development. Good that he is, I think, giving Cam Newton a run for his money here. And Bill, and not in my eyes, in Bill Belichick's eyes, I think Mac Jones is making Bill Belichick think about his quarterback. Maybe not week one, but he's making him think about his quarterback decision this year. Uh, and first year, he's got a, the playbook for a month. Or is it bad that he can't beat out Cam Newton, who we have called a bust and a bum and washed up and shit? I mean, I think the – it's good that he's playing like this because it looks like he, you know, he's learning the playbook. I think that's the biggest thing as a rookie coming in and he's playing well. You know, he played down there in Alabama and sometimes you don't get the best weather down there. Pretty fucking hot. You get some shitty freaking rain. You know, it's, it's Alabama. But, you know, it's good. It's good. But I, I think the, the big thing is Cam's improving as well. You know, I think it's kind of an open competition because I think he Cam's looks just as good as – and I think he's looked better than Mac Jones, honestly, but it's nice to see you're seeing him mixed in because they don't have faith. Cam Newton's going to be healthy all year. I, is my, my guess. Cause he can't throw the fucking football. So you really want to get Mac Jones and get him ready with the ones, you know, it shows a little bit. I mean, we've talked, we've talked about it, you know, probably after week four, you really have to think about it as much, you know, the, the thoughts going to creep st- start really creeping in our head. Now, you know, I, I thought it was going to be a Mac Jones, probably red shirt all year. But, you know, you're seeing them more. I don't think they did with this with Jimmy. 
especially more reps than Brady, unless with Brady got an off day, really, you know what I mean? Or limited reps, but this is like first team offense reps for Jones. So it's like, this is the hope they know he's a first round draft pick and he's playing like a first round draft pick so far. I mean, he had a couple of bad first days, his first day in, in uh, 11 on 11 was one for six interception dropped interception on another pass. So, I mean, now he's progressing and, and, and doing better every practice, especially in pads. So it's, it's good to see, but again, Cam's Cam's right there too. It, it, yeah. If I can answer my own, I think, I think that's pretty close to the bone. If I can answer my own question quickly, um, I think that what we've seen, I think that if you want to call it a trend for Mac Jones, let me start a different way. Cam Newton's trend is defined. We know what it is. He'll have a good, you might have a good day. You might have a bad day. Generally, he's, he's not a good thrower. He's never been a good thrower in his t- entire career. It's not going to change. Anyone who thinks it's going to change, you're delusional. He can't throw the ball accurately. Never mind the injury. Never mind the age. He's never been able to throw the ball accurately, consistently. So one game, he might be nine for nine. Uh, The next game, he might be over nine. So I missed it. So, Bill, I'm sorry. It wasn't Uh, good. uh, Just I talk, you talk. When it comes to Mac Jones, the, the track record I've seen is if he's had a bad day, he's come back and had a better day than the good day he had before which I've restricted myself com- from comparing him to Brady, but, but that's, that's a Brady, Brady trait. Fuck yeah. That's what you I was had trying a good to say. Day, yeah. And then you have a bad day. The next day is better than the good day you had before. Like compete level, man. I love that it. feels like that feels like what the reports were getting from Mac Jones. And if I were to give you a prediction, Cam Newton starts the season Probably, maybe deservingly so, just based on his experience in the league. And um, it's a pretty easy schedule to start the season. They can, they like to ramp their team up. But I've thought all along, we're going to see Mac Jones this year. Whether it's a real injury or fake injury, Cam Newton will be out. Mac Jones will be in. When he gets the job, he will not give it up. And The, I, herp- the herpes will creep in. and, and uh, That might be might, it. Cam might have to say the game. That you know might what else be too, that know what they didn't have last year though that I think will get Cam the early exit fans in the stands. He's gonna hear those boo birds. You can't ignore. Oh shit! Everyone fucking in. loves him. You oh, if he oh, goes no. out there and has a three turnover game, oh, you don't think the no. Gillette fans are gonna be like? There's oh, a lot job, of Cam, Cam lovers. Nope. Not when he's uh, blowing like it in Gillette. Nuh-uh. No, I, I don't disagree. I mean, I. I'm going to boo the shit out of him, even if he throws a touchdown pass. Not when he's fumbling the game away at the one-yard line. Not when he's throwing a damn near pick six against Arizona, only lucky enough to get the ball back of a missed field goal. Nay, nay, nay. Nay, nay, nay. This is not the throwaway season, boys. We've seen one, seven, and six. We're not seeing another one. It's playoff or bust. This is fucking New England. And if Cam Newton's not bringing us there, he will be driven out of this city by the caravan. The, all these people that think they're Cam Newton's fans, by week six, if you get a losing record, they will be Mac Jones fans. That's a promise. That's Big a mac promise. and cheese, baby. Let's bring it. Um, all right, we're going to keep our eyes on it. And just real quickly, Mac Jones is a plus 200 to start, uh, minus 350 not to start. Which is the better bet there? Plus 200. I give you. I give you. I go negative. They're not going to start them. They're no. Guarantee minus, your money. Minus 350. Guarantee, guarantee a little money there. Cam Newton, uh, I still think Cam's starting all year unless it's a big injury. But I think it, it brings into question with Mac Jones getting first, first a lot more first-team reps. Again, Cam Newton last year, 
played in the played in this offense last year. So again, you can kind of maybe chalk it up to that. I still expect Cam to start, but you know, my hope is it's week four and you see Mac Jones. You know, it just puts a little bit of question there, but I expect Cam to be starting all year. Well, we'll see. Uh, we have to move on. We have to move quickly. We're running late. We're up against it. Uh, the Olympics, Kevin Durant has uh, cemented himself as one of the best players of United States. Suck it, Ray. Basketball all time. Uh, he steps in after getting down 15 points. Uh, the U.S. goes on to smoke Australia 97 to 78. Their, thir- their second to third quarter run was something like 47 to 7 or something like that. Ridiculous. Uh, they'll be playing the gold medal game against Spain on Saturday. Hey, France. Olympic. France. Uh, sorry, France. Um, Pussy country. Okay. Sorry, Olympics. Sorry, mm-hmm. NBC. But if you don't let me watch this fucking game instead of downloading some Peacock app and paying you $5, no, fuck off. Yeah. Hey, I have it. I've, oh, I have the Peacock. I have the Peacock app. I'll give you Either my way, it's No, bullshit. what pisses me off is... Never mind. Go ahead. Yeah, we got to move quickly here, Bill. Uh, USA Baseball beat Korea 72. They, they have gotten into the gold medal game against Japan. Uh, uh, you read the email. You're jumping ahead. So... Uh, 10 seconds on this. Go ahead. This is some fucking stupid ass app to, have w- to watch that. I don't even think I've ever fucking heard of to watch baseball. <laughs> Sorry, goddamn fucking TV. USA's in the gold medal. You can't put on fucking NBC tomorrow. What the fuck? That was just comedic uh, effect. I muted him. Uh, United States women's national team did clinch the bronze in pretty dominant fashion. <laughs> against, suck it, Ray. Against oh, Australia. Suck it, Ray. Uh, I'm not getting into this. Do not ask me a question. I'm not I, going to ask you a question. You. We know that you're a sexist and you're an asshole. Hey, let's go to the we'll, we'll go to the soccer guy here. Go ahead, Rich. I think that <laughs> Billy on the pitch after watching this game that I watched uh, this morning after it was live. God damn it. Did they leave a lot out there on the pitch? It's a disappointment uh, to race. It's a disappointing outcome uh, from the U.S. women's national team. They should have easily taken gold. Their heads weren't in it. They weren't ready to play. They fucking dominated Australia. They their front three dominated. But Raponi, uh, Megan, love I, her. Go ahead. Yeah, Raponi, two goals. Uh, Carly Lloyd, two goals. Broke Wombat. Love record. her. The the number one goal scorer in women's U.S. history. Should have had a, uh, a hat trick three or four times. They should have had seven goals on the board. They just they dominated. Uh, it just goes to show you they 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 dropped their guard against Canada. What was and the final sucks. score? What was the final score? I forgot. It was four to three. You know, you know, Rich. It is a little disappointing that they got the bronze, but this is still the best U.S. <laughs> soccer team of all time. You know, of all time. USA women's soccer put USA soccer on the map. On the 100%. map. Hundred percent. On the map. Not the Brilliant. men's team. Not the men's scenes. Pay these bitches what they're worth. <laughs> I'm going to let that ride because it was positive. Alexi Laws can suck a dick. Even Brandy Chastain forever. Uh, yeah, let, next time, I bet if she whipped her tits out what she did, she, they probably would have got way more money by now. Come on. Tits and all. Yeah, USA, bitch. Especially if she had like a flag on them. You got to mute them again. Yeah, Why? We're going to have to cut that. Um, uh, somebody, speaking about the... A, a, an important oh. U.S. team here in the Olympics. Uh, U.S. Team A Beach Volleyball beat the Swiss 21-12-2011. Mm. Mm. They will face Australia. Can I stop you real quick? You know what the greatest thing is? No. Yeah, no. You know what the greatest thing is? The Peacock because, app. Because now you can go back and rewatch 
just because you say, can I stop you real quick? Does not mean you can stop me real quick. We're up against it. We're over by three minutes. I'm trying to get through this thing. Bill is mumbling along. Luckily, I get to cut a minute and a half of his sexist jargon. I just, I'm trying to get through this. Can I get through this? I'm sorry, baby. Hey, I was Team on USA, their side. Beach volleyball beats the Swiss. They will play Australia for gold. Go USA. Go bikinis. And that's not wrong. Uh, go, go listen to why they uh, wear bikinis. Here's the latest gold medals for the USA. And then we're done. Uh, Tamira Mensa stock wins wrestling women's freestyle, 68 kilograms, 149 pounds. Could totally uh, kick her ass. <laughs> Sydney McLaughlin track and field women's 400 meter hurdles wins gold. Katie Nagate track and field women's pole vault gold medal. Ryan Crusher uh, track and field men's shot put gold medal david taylor wrestling men's freestyle 86 kilograms 189 pounds gold medal nevin harrison canoe slash kayak women's c1 200 meter sprint gold medal good for them ray totally kick her ass Messi is a free agent so the mls just give him the entire league or a franchise and see what it see where it goes i can't afford him this has been the super mind sports show friday headlines august 6th we will see you on Sunday for our very different, oh, very God. robust, very interesting, very sexual, very inappropriate interview. <laughs> you think I'm girls. bad tonight? We got a doozy. Again, Bill, <laughs> I talk, you talk. Two girls, one blunt. Sorry, and that's me. coming on Sunday. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. 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 All you super babies out there. All right, six is too much for you, Bill. You got to dial it back. Well, there was only one left in the jar, so I was like, well, I can't leave a straggler. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the straggler is one too many. Can't leave a straggler. I can't even see those baby blues right now.